guys, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Fit Fempreneur Show. Today, I have my business coach, amazing, amazing Hannah Deindorfer. Um, she is literally the most incredible person, and I'm so excited to have her here today because I started working with Hannah this past January. It is now June, and I have completely evolved not only in my business, but the type of person that I am, and I largely attribute that to her style of coaching. So Hannah, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell the people about you. I'm sure some of you guys know her. Go. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Allie. Um, I'm super excited to chat with you about this today because um, you are such a great example of how this coaching can really work so well for people. And um, so background, back it up. Um, so I, I'm going to take it all the way back. So I grew up in a home where mental health was a huge deal. Um, my dad was diagnosed with bipolar disorder when I was 13 years old. Um, it created a lot of turmoil and tension and just a lot of shit in my family. Um, I also developed uh, an eating disorder and depression when I was in college, also experienced anxiety. And so as I was growing up, like this totally shaped the way that I viewed the world and created this sense of like empathy and deep compassion. And um, at, at one point I wanted to take my own life and being in that place, you can't come out of that without a deep appreciation for life and for human beings and just this like sense of why are we here? What is this all for? Like, what's the purpose of this? Like I, I survived for a reason. And so I live every day, every day after that, I'm like, I have to fulfill on my purpose. I have to like be alive for something. And so that really drove me to, um, well, therapy was huge for me. Um, and it drove me to a place where I did a lot of self-discovery. And so um, when I graduated from college, I moved to California and was really diving into life coaching, really diving into meditation and all these healing practices. And I was also working in a corporate job. And it was so interesting to have these contrasts in my life where I had this side thing that was so fulfilling, this life coaching thing that was so life-giving and supportive and aligned. And this other thing, this, this design marketing career in a, in a software that just was not it for me and was so empty and made the money and just like didn't work. Um, so I quit and dove fully into coaching and it didn't work for a really long time. Um, so I know what it's like to struggle as a coach. I know what it's like to take a risk for your dream and then for it to be like really difficult for a while. Um, and I just stuck with it. Like I found a way to over time blend all of my skills in life coaching with business coaching because I had this background in software and marketing and product design, product development and business that I got to blend with my background in mental health and life coaching. And this, and that's what created my approach, this holistic approach to coaching that I care so deeply for who you become as a person when you're working with me, I, yes, I want to deliver financial results. Yes, you will make money, but I care more for, are you being fulfilled along the way? Like, are you becoming a better person along the way? Do you feel fully supported in all these areas of your life? How are your relationships? How's your relationship to your body? Like I genuinely want you as a human being to understand how I see you 
And that's the superhuman version of who you are. And that's what I'm constantly working to bring out in my clients is like, I see the best in people, the best version of you. And that's my work to help you become that, help you realize that for yourself. So, yeah, I think that your, your whole journey, your story really led you to exactly where you are right now. And in those really hard times that we go through, we're like, where am I even going in life? Like, why is this in my journey? And then when we're able to, you know, be in a really positive place where we're enjoying our career, um, you know, we're, we're feeling really secure in our mental health. We're able to look back and be like, this was for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. I think everything that you've gone through, like you said, really is why you're the coach you are today. And you actually give a shit about like, there are some days I'll like be messaging Hannah and I just like, mental breakdown or feel like shit about myself or it's really amazing and exciting in either way you're always there to support me and I think with you know business coaching sometimes people forget that you are a real human and it's Mm -hmm. not just all about the money that you're making but are you happy are you Mm -hmm. being fulfilled and that's kind of where Hannah and I met really like Mm -hmm. I was you know I had really great success kind of in a short term with coaching um but I wasn't fulfilled. Like Mm -hmm. it was kind of becoming like, uh, I'm dreading doing these tasks and I don't want to communicate with these clients just because I wasn't, I guess, living or speaking my truth as Mm -hmm. who I wanted my ideal client to be. Mm -hmm. And that was scary for me. Mm -hmm. Like making that, like saying that out loud, like, oh, I'm not happy. Like, oh, I'm making money, but I'm not happy. So what am I going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, our first conversation, we both cried, which was like so on brand yes. for like who we are. Yes. But I think at that moment, I knew you were the next step as to what I needed because mm-hmm. I wasn't happy in the role that I was in. But I was like, how do I get out of here mm-hmm. where maybe other business coaches would say, no, you're making money. Let's go with this. You actually are like, are you happy? And I'm like, no. And you're like, okay, so let's let's fix this, right? Yes, totally. I love that. Well, first of all, I just want to acknowledge your bravery. Like, I think it takes so much courage to show up and be like, hey, I'm making money, but I'm not happy doing this thing. And that's really hard to say because it means that you're admitting that this isn't the end all be all to everything. And it takes courage because it means that you're going to have to show up and change it, like take ownership of that and really take responsibility for it and change it. And I think something that you did so well is just seeing the lack of alignment in what you were putting out into the world and who you really wanted to be and where you really wanted to be and who you were called to support too. There was like a huge disconnect between what you were doing and where you wanted to be in terms of just self-expression and being fully yourself. And I think that's where a lot of people miss the boat with personal brand businesses. Is like when you have a business that is you in the world and you're not aligned with the mission that you're putting out and what you're selling and the people that you're connecting with, you can make money, but it's going to be empty. If you're looking for fulfillment from your business, like you have to be fully aligned with the person that you're serving and the work that you're doing and the thing you're giving to the world. Otherwise it starts to feel like stress and strain and anxiety and frustration. And it feels like so much effort. Like the effort is, is everything. Like, you know, 
one, we're, we're entrepreneurs because we don't want to quote unquote work for the man. We want to actually be fulfilled by our, our work, our career. And that's really, really important. And if you're not feeling that passion, that fulfillment, then you're a little bit out of alignment, which we all are at times. And mm -hmm. it's okay to also be in alignment and then to get out of alignment. Like you're yes. allowed to grow and change. And that's what Hannah has kind of, <laughs> you know, reaffirmed to me time and time again, you're allowed to make these changes. Mm -hmm. But when I was serving my old clientele, it was a lot of work. It was exhausting. Mm -hmm. It was hard. How do I communicate to them? Now I know exactly who I'm talking to. I know exactly what I'm saying and it just rolls off my tongue and that's alignment. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I would love to know just like, like, so we can give some practical steps and things that like, what things were you feeling along the way? Like as you were shifting and changing, like I know this journey for you has been hard. So yeah. let's talk about like the parts that the ugly parts that like no right. one wants to talk about when you go, when you shift into alignment, there's some, there's things that have to die and there's yep. struggles that come along the way. So I'd love to hear from you just like what things along the way were like the most difficult for you. Absolutely. I think that's so important. So being real and raw right now, January, we, and I always say we as in me. So January, I had like a 6K income without really trying. As soon as I changed in that month, February, made like zero money, made like maybe a thousand or $2,000. And as you know, you know, as people, I think we can be money driven and it's important to kind of, it was important for me to go through this journey because I realized, okay, it's not the money that really matters. Of course, you know, I, I, you need money to, you know, live your life, all that bullshit. But that was one of the hardest things that I had to kind of take a look at. I was like, holy shit, my finances just dipped, mm -hmm. but I'm so much fucking happier. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't obviously right away. Like I didn't have that feeling. Oh, I'm not making as much money. I'm so happy. <laughs> it was like, fuck, this is scary. Am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. But as I leaned more into, you know, trying to pursue this new ideal client of a female entrepreneur, really doing my research, writing content, I started to find that it was easier. Um, another really difficult thing was I had to relearn that success does not happen overnight. Mm -hmm. um, we switched for about a month, you know, kind of finding that new ideal client. And I remember just kind of always doubting myself and leaning on you and being like, I don't know if this is working. What am I doing wrong? And mm -hmm. doubting myself. And mm -hmm. there was so much insecurity in the way I was showing up because my audience was not used to seeing me in that way. But I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. there was there, That wasn't aware to me. I was like, I'm doing all the right things. <laughs> they should be seeing me in this new way. And you reminded me, you were going from over here to now this completely very specific female entrepreneur. It's different. So those were the hardest, hardest parts of it is just not giving up. Mm. And even when you don't see that immediate success and mm. you know, your engagement is way low, the mm. finances are dropping, <laughs> you're doubting yourself. Those are the really ugly things that yes. I cried over yes. a lot, but I also push through it because I had you to kind of remind me, you know, we don't have to do this. If it mm -hmm. doesn't feel good, we don't have to do it. And I was like, 
no, but it does feel good. Like this actually feels right. Yes, totally. Oh my gosh. I want to point to so many things in what you shared, because I think it's really important for people to understand that like, this is what makes you a great coach. Like this is going to impact the way that you can speak to your clients because you've done hard things. You've gone through this transition, which required so much trust from you, like trust that would, that it was going to work out, like trust that you were going to eventually start getting more clients. Like you had to trust that this was the path for you constantly over and over and over reassuring yourself that like, nope, this is it. This is the path. I have to stay committed to this and genuinely staying committed to it through the process. And like the, the whole expectation of like immediate gratification, everyone starting their fitness journey or starting their business sees people who are making these like crazy amounts and they, they think that it just happened overnight and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It, no, it doesn't. That's, that's probably the biggest emphasis, you know, you could, the statement that you want to make because we are consuming basically on Instagram, everybody's best self. Mm-hmm. And we often forget that they did not start out like that. So you're not going to start out like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was also kind of expressing to you while I was in this transition period, I was kind of feeling um, guilt or jealousy. Like, did I make the right move. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing all these other people getting all these clients living their best lives. And I'm here feeling badly for myself mm-hmm. as we all do sometimes. But, you know, Hannah reminded me that, you know, that kind of jealousy and now kind of guessing, is this right for me? That's going to happen. And yes. it's, you know, the same when it comes to losing weight, you know, I've had clients say before to me when they're in their third week of coaching, oh, why am I not losing weight? I've been seeing all of these other women that you're working with, they're losing weight. And I'm like, you want to know how long they've been working with me? A year plus. Like, it doesn't happen overnight. And I think it's because, you know, we live in Amazon Prime and Mm -hmm. everything is instant gratification Mm -hmm. that we often forget. We got to put in that time and effort and you have to go through a little discomfort and pain, you know? Yeah. And and I want to also just like highlight your integrity to your mission, like you maintained, even in the hardest moments, a continued commitment and integrity with where, what you said you wanted to do, which is, which is what it requires. Like if you want to have something, if you want to have anything, it requires a continual recommitment and integrity with your word. And you have just like impeccable integrity. You're like, I want this this is who I want to serve. And then I'm like, all right, here's all the things that, that are required for us to get to this point. And you're like, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to show up every single day, even when it feels like shit, even when I doubt myself, your word is even more important than how you feel always. And you've just done such a great job of continually showing up, even on the days where you just are like, I, can't, I don't know if I can do this anymore. You've just continually recommitted over and over and over to your word. And it's been just so fucking awesome to see it start to pick up now. And and like, I want to know, I want people to know there's like a happy ending to this story. Yeah, no, there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there is, uh, there, this past, I guess it would be May, May and June is when all this hard work literally it it just everything came into fruition like all of a sudden I became a magnet and it was just drawing people in and Mm -hmm. that's not because I got lucky Mm -hmm. that's not because it's easy that's because I put in basically from January 
until May. And I'm obviously continuing to put in that work, but that's like five, six months of that hard painstaking work yes. for it to finally be like, Oh, this it's happening. Mm-hmm. And you guys, six months isn't that long. It's like, not that long. While you're in it, you feel, oh my God, this is taking forever. Mm-hmm. And you're you're crying and you're just like eating pasta and you're like, oh, this really sucks. <laughs> you wake up one day and it, I remember it was like the last week of May and I was like messaging Hannah. I was like, I just got a new client application. Just signed her. Got a new one. Just signed her. Just got a new one. Just signed her. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, this is it. This yes. was the moment that we were working so hard for Mm -hmm. and you know to relate this to whether it's your own business or a fitness journey or you know you're you're trying to achieve a long-term goal you will have that that moment where everything just clicks and it comes together and you can visibly see your future laying itself out before you because in that moment I was so overjoyed I just was like overcome with emotion and I was so excited to tell you mm-hmm. about everything that was happening. And that's honestly why I think investing as a coach is so valuable because being able to have your your little confidant, your person, <laughs> your partner in crime to just be like, yo, dude, listen to all of this that's happening. It's mm-hmm. really awesome to have somebody celebrate with you because yes. Whether you're in business or fitness or whatever journey you're on, you need those cheerleaders because, you know, like we talked about, I did mm-hmm. have some dark days mm-hmm. and guess who was there to, to kind of help me along that journey. I was there all the, all through all the things. And that's why it's like, it's so amazing and so rewarding to be a coach because you get to see someone through this transition. You get to be the bearer of their dreams, like as they go through this transition and it wouldn't feel as good if it wasn't for all of that difficulty. If, if all of those struggles and questioning and doubt wouldn't have happened, like it wouldn't feel this good. Like it, exactly. it, it feels like just like fucking vindication. You're like, yes, I finally <laughs> did it. Um, and, and like, it's, it's, it's funny because it's actually not all of the sudden it's right. it looks like it's all of a sudden because it looks like it's like suddenly overnight success. But what it really is, is like, each little piece just kept adding up and adding up and adding up and adding up and you're building momentum and you can't see it. It's not visible yet, but you're like putting all these little pieces together. And then finally you put the last piece in place and then you can see the whole puzzle, but you've been putting those puzzle pieces in place and building momentum without seeing a visible result. And then here's the visible result. Finally, now it just like just breaks through the ice And it's like, here it is. Now the world can see it too. And so it's just been so great for me personally, watching you put all these little pieces in place. And now it's like visible to the whole world, the success that, that you've, you've created and you've built. And it's so awesome. Um, what, okay. So as far as like my coaching style or like what I, the way that I approach this, like, what do you see? in the way that I coach you that made this possible for you? Like what kind of tools or support or distinct distinctions that I gave you that were most, most important in this process for you? So I would say, and some of my ladies, if they're listening to this, that I like totally steal a lot of Hannah's (laughs) coaching style because they are just very connection based. You know, when you give me 
you know, allowance to, you are allowed to have a bad day. That's mm -hmm. totally fine. But is there anything we can do to kind of move ourselves forward mm -hmm. or the allowance to, if it doesn't feel right to just stop doing it all of a sudden, mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest one that when I was going through those really hard days, you're like, if you don't want to do this anymore, you do not have to. And I was like, Oh, Oh, I'm making the choice. Oh, so I actually want to do this. Yes. And I don't think our brain works like that. Mm -hmm. And so for you to be so validating and accepting mm -hmm. and there to kind of, you hold up a mirror essentially, mm -hmm. and you don't really ask hard questions. They're simple, but we don't normally think that way. So it's like, you're holding up the mirror and I have to reflect back, but I wouldn't do that if it weren't for your questions or the way that you coach. And I guess another one would probably just be the love and support because there are people that I have watched who are business coaches. I would be so intimidated to disappoint them, let's yeah. say, mm -hmm. but I know that I will never disappoint you because you're not so focused on one thing in mm -hmm. my life. You're focused on my life as a whole. And mm -hmm. I think that it's very important, again, whether you are in the business coaching space or fitness coaching space, you have to look at your client as a whole, which is exactly what Hannah does. She doesn't look at my business. She looks at Allie. Mm -hmm. And that's such a, a key component, like that love, that acceptance, that allowance. And mm -hmm. it really is just makes it easy to show up as who I am because I don't have any pressure put on by you, I guess. Mm -hmm. Totally. I love that. I love the description of like what it's like to experience that because I'm doing it on purpose. Like I, right. there, there's like, it's, it's comes really easily to me because I genuinely care for you and I love you a lot. And I think that's really important. You have to love your clients and you have to find, and if you, if you don't love all the things about them, find the things that you do love about them because that's their highest self. That's who they're becoming. Um, right. but I like to think of it in like two parts, like the two essential things that a good coach has is like, you're both a sanctuary and a trampoline. Have you heard this? Mm -hmm. Have I, have you heard me share this before? I think so, but I also just share it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm a sanctuary because you can come to me and feel safe. Always. You are fully accepted exactly as you are. There's nothing you have to do. There's nothing you have to be like right where you are right now is perfect and safe. That's really important because if you rush a client on towards their goal without fully being present and accepting and where they are right now, they're going to get to their goal and still feel shitty about themselves. So you have to make it okay that they are where they are. And in fact, it's to their benefit that they are where they are. Like every time you are in one of their, those dark spaces, I have to hold the belief that that is important. Like that yeah. this, this part of your journey is worth honoring and it's worth being in and it's so crucial to your development. So I'm not trying to rush you through any stage of this journey. So you are safe to have a bad day. You are safe to not do fucking any work the entire week if that's what you need for your development. And so like creating that safety is crucial, this, the sanctuary and then the trampoline. So I like the mirror that you're talking about, like I'm asking you questions that will allow you to create your own momentum so you can move forward. So it's like mm -hmm. thinking about when you're bouncing on a trampoline, the trampoline isn't moving you in any way. You are jumping down and the trampoline's 
beingness rockets you up into your next phase. So my skills and my my belief in you and the way that I see you, I'm sharing that with you so that you can use it to rocket yourself up into your next level, like your next way of being. So yeah, that's, that's, that's my... That's really powerful. Like I, whenever you are speaking to me, I pick up on certain things and I so appreciate it. But that imagery right there of being that sanctuary and not pushing a client before they're ready mm-hmm. is so huge. And one example came to mind with one of my clients, Azalee, she shared this story before, so she'd totally be fine. Um, we could not get her to stop looking at the scale. She was so, she was set on it. She would be pissed if it went up, if it wasn't moving. And then one day she sent me the most epic text and she was like, I finally get it, period. And then sent me her pictures and then this whole explanation about how she doesn't need the validation from the scale anymore, but kind of what you said about the sanctuary, I created a space for her that was very safe. I created a space that was okay to be mad at the scale and to not understand it. I let her kind of feel what that felt like. And then we would always reassess. And finally, she's now in a place where she can move on to the next step. And we're using that kind of trampoline, that momentum to get her to the next kind of phase. And I think that's such a great for me, it's the visualization that I need. Mm-hmm. And I think it's such a, a big takeaway that you guys should write down or hit rewind. Because if honestly, if you want to create a deeper relationship with your client, it's knowing when they need the safety, allowing them that safety and knowing how to kind of propel them to that next phase. And you do that so well. Oh, thank you. I love that. I love that you can totally see how it applies to your coaching too. Like, I think it's important. Like, and if you're listening to this, like notice how it can apply to your life too and apply to your coaching too. Always be thinking in terms of like, okay, this is a great example. How can I find an example of this in my life? And how can I implement this in my coaching? That's how it's going to stick concepts are great, but, and I, I actually love to speak in concepts and less in examples. So you're just like, so great providing the examples because yeah. I'm like, my brain thinks in terms of like metaphor and pictures and like concepts and yes. less, less in the real world. So thank you for that. Um, oh my God. Like a, like perfect collab. It's I'm like, so perfect. who is she? I'm example. And yes. so it's just a beautiful little thing that happens. So perfect. So perfect. Um, yeah. I mean, I think so just for me, like the most crucial thing in this like discussion is that like you, so sometimes as coaches, like it's really hard not to get attached to our clients' results. I think for me going through watching you in this process, like I felt this like sense of responsibility to deliver to you the material value, the the dollar sign that like I wanted you to have um, because I know how fucking great you are and I know what an amazing coach you are and how much like work that you've done. And so I personally had to detach from you getting a financial result for my own ego's sake, because I want you to make a ton of money because it looks great for me too. So for me to for, for me to be able to really fully support you, it was crucial for me to not pressure you into making more money or to make it wrong that you were in this phase of your journey where it was difficult. Like, and, and that's, that's where great coaching happens. Like when you can 
Just let your client have the experience that they're having because it's important for them. And even right. if it's not, even if it's not what you want, even if like for me, I wish all of our sessions were rainbows and butterflies and you were making like 10 K a month off the bat. Like, of course I wish that for you. Of course I wish that you would never have to go through any harm or difficulty or struggle. Like, of course I want that for you, but that's not what's best for you. Mm-hmm. What I want for you may not be what's crucial for your own development and your own personal character. And I have to, as a coach, release the attachment from that outcome so that you can get what you need, not just what I think that you need. So I think that's really crucial too, as a coach to like, if you see that your client's not quote unquote, getting results, think of the other shit that they're getting from your coaching. It's not just about the number on the scale or the dollar in the bank account. Like they are getting other intangible experiences from whatever they're going through that like you would be robbing them of if you tried to push them through the journey in a different way. So that, that was just so fucking valuable. Like it's, I think that's what separates good coaches from great coaches. A good coach is obviously going to care for you, but they want to push you through the discomfort and make it rainbows and butterflies and figure out ways to get more money in the bank account or shave off a couple more pounds on the scale. Mm -hmm. But what you mentioned, you know, being a great coach, you wanted me to go, I mean, you didn't want me, but you wanted me to go through the discomfort to learn because Mm -hmm. I learned so much um, and I grew a lot. Mm -hmm. And if I was not in that situation, I honestly do not think I would be the person that I am today. I don't think I would have started my podcast. I don't think I would be as happy as I am because I saw kind of a lot of low lows, but I knew that with your support, it was going to come up again and you weren't pressuring me or you weren't brushing it over. You were validating everything. And I think that that's really huge. And I've experienced that detachment myself, you know, Mm -hmm. there have been certain clients that, you know, they're doing everything exactly right, but nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh gosh, what am I doing wrong? I'm, I'm the worst coach ever. I get Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And then I have to take a step back and say, well, what else are they gaining? Oh, they actually now feel amazing around all types of food and they're not feeling fear or restriction how much would you fucking pay for that? Right? Like it's, it seems in the moment really scary and hard to detach, but for your own mental health, for your client's journey and for, I think the future of your business, that detachment of their outcome is, is so crucial. And, you know, if you were so like, if you were really attached to that number in my bank account, I think that at times there could have been, friction because maybe you would have been pushing things on me that I didn't want to do. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, that's the difference between a coach who's going to starve you so that they can have a good ab shot for their portfolio versus a coach who cares about your well-being, who wants you to do your things at your pace in the most healthy, safe, sustainable way for you. That's the biggest difference is like, do you actually care about your client's well-being? Like at the end of the day, like or are you just in it for your own self-satisfaction and gratification? And I mean, there's, it's just, that's the difference, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to call, call in some people out on this one. <laughs> um, um, I think, so one lesson that I think everyone should take from you um, that I admire so much in you is just your ability to trust 
and surrender. Like I, it's a quality that I've seen in you over and over and over and that I value extremely highly because it's something that I've practiced and cultivated in myself. And to see you have that is just like so epic um, because I really do think that that's that detachment, the surrender, the trust just is what allowed you to have more success now and to go through this process of, of like so much hardship, but also still be fulfilled in it. Yeah. It's like trusting that it's going to work out. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. So exactly. And you said one time to me, um, it was like, we're not on a time limit or we're not a mm-hmm. time constraint, you know, your goals do not, you know, we're not hitting a certain number by this day. You know, your goals are kind of timeless. Mm-hmm. And that again was kind of a detachment that I needed because mm-hmm. oftentimes I think we try to set these 30, 60, 90 day goals. We're going to have this much money in the bank. We're going to make this much. And yeah, that's exciting because we get fueled by that and it's mm-hmm. cool. But it can also create so much pressure when you're on the downward trend, you create a lot of pressure. I remember before we had that conversation, I was like, I would wake myself up at night, be checking big statements, doing mm. just like extreme things that weren't necessarily needed, mm-hmm. but I was stressing about it. And so to have that detachment about kind of, we're not on a time constraint, mm-hmm. you know, you might have a longer period of time where maybe you've got to save a little bit more money. Maybe you can't be going out to bars all the time, <laughs> but as long as you're working hard and you're putting in that work and that energy out there, it will come back to you. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I can trust the process because I really believe that if I'm putting everything out there, it will eventually come back to me. And you helped me to get that timeline out of my head. Mm -hmm. It was like, Oh, by this time I'm doing this. And it's like, well, um, coronavirus happened. So clearly my (laughs) timeline's a little fucking messy, but (laughs) yes, yes, totally. Okay. So One thing that I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but this is a concept that I've like been thinking about a lot is that like a lot of people. So we as humans are we are being right now who we are is actually not defined by our past. It's defined by the future that we are living into. But most people define the expectation of the future on their past. So that's why they just repeat the same shit over and over and over again is because they expect that they're going to keep showing up the same way they always have. They're keep going to keep having the same fucking habits that they've always had. They're going to keep repeating all these bad patterns and behaviors. They believe that is who they are. So they will live. That's it just keeps happening. But the truth is that we can recreate, we can decide and redefine who we're being based on whatever future that we want. And you have this very clear picture of the future that you're living into, which makes it really easy to just like be that and attract that and then create that for yourself. Because you're like, who I'm being is not a reflection of who I have been. Who I'm being now is based on who I am going to be. And I think that distinction is really crucial for people to get. And I don't know if I've ever pointed it out to you that you do that before, but like you do that really well. And I think that's like just such a key factor to your success. Well, that just felt like a therapy session. I felt amazing. (laughs) Um, 
I, I don't know if I've ever thought that I, I do that, mm -hmm. but to hear like, again, why I love having somebody to kind of reflect back on, I don't necessarily, I've never thought about that, but I think it is so important to try to maybe, you know, not look on your past experiences and that's what your future is going to be because we are ever evolving. You know, I, six months ago, I didn't think I would be where I am today. And six months from now, I'm probably going to be in a completely different place. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for that change and the newness that's coming and, and all of these things. And I think when we look at that past, you know, that scary, dark past where nothing worked, if we bring that into our future, that's, we're not going to have the success because again, we're putting out negative fucking energy into the universe. Mm -hmm. And you guys are like, Oh my God, stop talking about energy. But like, it's all <laughs> we about are energy. There. Yes. yes. We are energy. We are energy in motion. All of the, like, you think that you are like solid matter. You are not no. go look in any fucking science book. You are matter. You are energy moving around. Like that is what animates you. That is what gives you life. Look at the fucking trees. Look at the fucking like sun. Like we are all just made up of energy and we are vibrating with a certain frequency. We're going to get weird right now. We're vibrating yes. with a certain frequency. And if you want to attract a different type of people, a different type of experience into your world, you've got to start vibrating differently. Like you have to start cultivating that energy inside of you. Like look into Joe Dispenza's work, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He is amazing on this, gives a lot of science backing up to this topic. Um, so if you actually like the scientific part of it, like look into Joe Dispenza, but essentially like we are, the universe is a giant intention fulfilling machine. That's all that it is. It's over here fulfilling on the intentions that we are creating all the time. So if we have a lot of the, most of us, however, have an intention to create this, whatever goal it is, but we have a bunch of counter intentions to that too. We have these counter intentions that are like, I want to stay small. I want to be safe. I, I don't want to put myself outside of my comfort zone. What if I look dumb? I don't want to be wrong. Like those are all counter intentions that you're probably holding to your goal. So if you actually want to fulfill on an intention, the universe is going to do it for you, but you have to get the fuck out of your own way. If you want to want the universe to fulfill an intention that you have. So, yeah, that's, that, it, that's just so powerful. And, you know, six months ago, I might've fucking rolled my eyes at you and be like, what is she fucking talking about? But I swear you guys. When I got out of my own way and accepted what I'm putting out there is what I'm going to get back, my life really started to to change. And I was cultivating new relationships that felt so organic. And I was like, where have you been all my life? Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's really cool to, to see this happen. And if you're somebody that's, you know, in a position right now where you're, you have no idea where your business is going, you don't feel like you have direction, you're not fulfilled by the clients that you're serving, this is your call out to stop and to rethink and to realign. And it's scary. You mm -hmm. have permission to be scared mm -hmm. and to have that anxiety. But I swear to God, and I'm not religious, if I <laughs> never made the the if I never if I never said out loud that I am not happy even though I'm making money, I would probably still be unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trading my happiness for money, you guys. That's not why I became 
an entrepreneur. It's just not. And some people may not agree with that, but there's also, you know, a lot of people that are going to be like, yeah, I'd rather be happy too. So I hope you guys are here. Yes. Awesome. I think we can end it on that. I think that's a great, yeah, great, that was amazing. great oh. note to end on. So good. Awesome. I love this. This yeah. is like very, every time I talk to Hannah, it's always therapeutic. And so it's just like, oh, let's share our conversation just with everybody. Like yeah. I absolutely love it. Amazing. Um, okay. Oh, you guys, I feel like I just like, again, like an emotional, just like layer was stripped off. <laughs> if you guys are not already following Hannah, give them your, your Instagram handle and all that good stuff so they can get in contact with you. Cool. It is very long. I need to just I'll put it in the this. show notes. <laughs> it's at Hannah Deindorfer. Um, if you follow Allie, you'll probably find me. Um, she'll share when she shares this podcast, she'll share my name and tag yeah. me and all that stuff. So um, if you look for me, I will come, I will find you for sure. So <laughs> if you put that energy out there that you want to find Hannah, you will find her. But yes, totally. I will put her Instagram in the show notes. I'll also be promoting the shit out of this because this is such an amazing episode. So you will have the ways to find her. And guys, thank you so much for joining this episode. If you like it, you know, hit that subscribe button, you mm -hmm. know, give it a rating, share it on your story, all that good shit. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Mwah. Yay, that was so awesome!